<sighs> What's going on guys? Matt here with Carolina Coops bringing you Video Chicken Live. To my left is my co-host Kristen, our chicken expert. Hello everyone. Got Ingrid behind the computer, the camera, the soundboard, making sure everything looks good, sounds good, and actually just works. How are you doing today, Ingrid? I'm good. Also, we got someone in the green room we haven't seen in a while. We're going to be bringing her on in a little bit. Uh, should I tell people it is or should it be a surprise? They might be like, oh, it's been a while. Yay. Yeah, let's right. tell her. Huh? Yeah, go ahead. No, you leave it as a surprise. It's Mackenzie. Oh my God, way to ruin it. <laughs> wow. Way to... Let's get the show off in a good confrontational manner. Wow. You and I just don't meet eye to eye on some things. People <laughs> probably like, oh, who could be in the green room? Uh, we do have Mackenzie. See, the, the issue is that you don't circle back and tell everybody you'll, you'll, you'll would, like leave these teasers that is out not there true and I, then sometimes you don't you don't i circle back when i was like hey it's time to bring in our mm, well this time we would because she's sitting right there mm -hmm. so. i circle back all the time mm -hmm. no mm. you're arguing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that needs to be an audio sound effect ingrid do it again <laughs> <laughs> and we got to get the one of Evans. Evans is too quiet. He's like, <sighs> speaking of Evan, he's down in the dumps. He's feeling a little bit better. He was looking rough yesterday. But anyways, again, um, happy Friday. So we got an interesting show today. And what occurred to me is what a great day to have a show where I will try not to use the word I'm not allowed to use, but we're going to be talking about the reason why it'd be important to bring in chickens Mm -hmm. into your homesteading, maybe that big popular P word right now, prepping. Mm -hmm. Self-sustaining. Yeah. On Friday the 13th. Oh, is it? It yeah, is. It is, oh. it is oh. May, Friday Whew. the 13th. Again, we are live coming to you from our studio in uh, just north of Raleigh, North Carolina, a little town called Creedmoor. Great little town. Uh, we're going to give you guys a second to come in. This is also our way to warm up and just get Kristen out of her system of having to. Um, what? You know, and the other thing what? I always forget to mention, <laughs> Wait, what, what was to that? start arguing with me already. Oh, was that it? I mean, my God, I, I was, I, I had it all figured out, suspense. So yeah, we got Mackenzie in the green room because she actually, I found out with a particular topic we're going to be talking about today about prepping. Uh, Saving your eggs? Yeah. Slow down. Something about that, something she does. <laughs> and I never minute. knew. I don't think you've ever told me to slow down. That's true. A lot of times I'm like, hey, come on, let's, let's get with <laughs> Uh, so today we're going to be talking about all the things about prepping. And of course, if you have any questions or comments at all, just as always, leave them in the comments box. And if you don't have any questions or comments, please do us a favor. Give us a wave. Say hi. Let us know where you're watching from and anything and everything you can do to help promote this show, share the show. I definitely appreciate it. I tell you, it has been going really, really well. Yes. It's continuing to grow. Speaking of growth. We get lots of good feedback. Yes, I tell you, so speaking of growth, two things. If you are not following me on TikTok, and I just say me because no one else is willing to get in the TikTok video for the most part, Carolina Coops TikTok, boy, it has been blowing up. Um, a lot of great comments, but we're talking more about kind of like pro tips and struggles and things. But more importantly, how are we doing, Ingrid? We're so close. Right now, we are at 49,879 subscribers on YouTube. Oh, yeah. So I know that may not sound like much, but um, that is a huge milestone. I can't wait to get to 100,000. But anyways, if you I'm assuming if you're watching right now, you have subscribed. If you are not already subscribed, I have. you better have. <laughs> um, 
You know what drives me nuts is I, I, I do monitor it and it'll go down one. It's like, who's that one person? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no. Anyways, mm. uh, I was hoping today, I was hoping today was going to be probably the somebody that wanted to do a collaboration and I said no. <laughs> um, oh, so. Or they're uh, done building their chicken coop and they're just done with you. So wrong. <laughs> I was hoping we were going to. What gonna... good are you to, what good are you for me now? Really? Yeah. You think that's what people are thinking? It could be. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. They don't yeah, realize. It, it's, it takes a lot to unsubscribe though. That's like effort. Yeah. It's like unfriending and unfollowing. Yes. It's like you got to find it. Sometimes that's worth the effort, though. Oh, just got one. Just went up to 80. Okay. 880. So I was hoping we were going to break 50,000. And just to start some more controversy, I wanted to be, I wanted to figure out who was going to be the 50,000th subscriber and maybe give them a free something. And Ingrid's like, no, and I don't blame you. It's all, all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, dear, I was 50,000. No, I was 50,000. No, I was 50,000. Oh, well, the, there's a couple of reasons why you can't. Oh. Not everybody has a public um, profile, so they can subscribe to something, and you, it might be a private account, so you wouldn't know. The other thing is, like we, we learned on Instagram, was what people would do is they would unfollow and then follow to try to hit that mark, oh. and it became such a thing. And I would just rather just reward people by our presence and not <laughs> give them stuff for being a certain number, because quite frankly. Let's reward the loyal people that have been yes, following us totally and subscribing agree. forever. I know. I love it. I'm just always trying to figure out how to keep more people intrigued and this and that. But I, I agree. And I like that we do things our way. So Nan just sent me a text. And I always forget to mention it, but it is always fun when she comes in. At, you know, we least expect it. Um, Nan is listening in her office, make sure everything sounds good. Her mic is there. And she just sent me something very interesting. Yep. Today's a special day. Besides just being Friday the 13th. So... If my math is correct, would this be 11 years or 12 years ago? 11 years. 11 years ago was my last day as a slave to corporate, <laughs> to corporate America. Wow. Yeah, she sent me a picture of me on the front porch with a good friend of mine. I came down from uh, New York, and there's my puppy Bruno. So today, 11 years ago, was my last day as an exterminator officially um, and went full board, full-time building chick coops. I remember at that moment, I was like, well, one, I'll never forget. And if you are out there in this particular situation, listen to me clearly. You're stuck in a cubicle. You're probably making good money, but you are miserable. Get out. Get out when you can. You will not believe how much better life can feel. It's not all about the money. I know that sounds crazy. And do anything but build chicken coop. <laughs> that is true. Do what you want to do. If you truly go out and do what you love to do, you will make money. You will be happy. But I remember that day. I remember pulling home after my last account. I, I, I picked my last account. John Deere down in Cary. I'll never forget it, one of my favorite accounts. I literally felt, physically felt 100,000 pounds come off my shoulders. And then I remember thinking, boy, I'm going to have so much time on my hands now. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's uh, when the fun started. Yeah, that is yeah. when the fun started. But I tell you, I, I just want to share that with everyone because I was in the same boat. Corporate America, got the yeah. good job, you're playing in the safe zone. No. I know. Screw. It took me like 25 years to get laid off by IBM. Yeah, I waited 12 <laughs> years for that day to Man. happen. Yeah, thank God. All right. So, uh, Nan, just say hi. Let us know you're there. She might be on the phone. Who knows? Hi, guys. There she is. Hi, oh, it's sounding good. Uh, so, again, we will um, – oh, yeah, got the comments. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them down below. Today, got people from California watching and, of course, Francine from New Hampshire and Eric from Southern Washington. 
Nashville and Oregon. Oh, everywhere. Yes. Um, I see Kristen has her chicken poop on. We did a site survey yesterday and you actually wore your chicken. You got that? Mm. I guess we lost Mackenzie for a minute. Mm -hmm. And I, I picked up uh, four more. Oh, four more. I should start a little Etsy store for chicken poop. It's. <laughs> I would not be surprised if it mm -hmm. took off. Mm -hmm. I honestly wouldn't be. All right. So today we, we want to talk about prepping. Homesteading. Homesteading. Dri driving in today, I, I realized that I haven't done a lot of show prep for the prepping show. <laughs> And uh, you didn't prep for the prepping show, you no, know, and that's, oh. that's ironic, isn't it? it well, there's and so I called my my friend who does this a lot. I mean, just almost obsessed with it. And was like, give me everything, you know, in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, about prepping. Yeah. Well, there is a question I have for you. Have you done your damn homework yet? No. Why? How hard is it? We all want to know that brand new bale of hemp from the new hemp company. It's, it's off site. That's the problem. It's not at my house. Not, I don't ask Sorry. for much, do I? And I was there last night, but it yeah. was after dark. And even better, shine mm -hmm. that light. Let's see if it really is the lowest dust possible in the hemp mm -hmm. for starters, which they showed us on camera. But now we have it in our possession. Um, also, okay. So and don't forget to right here. I noticed when we we're watching the promo. We used to have a, a wider shot, and I hope you guys still like the close-up shot, but we don't get to see a lot of, it's actually probably good. Yeah, yeah. the messy desk. Yeah, yeah who awful. wants to see that? This table <laughs> in front terrible. of us is incredible. Here's yeah, that what gold. What a random mirage. <laughs> I mean, it was just like such a random. Here is that golden bell. It, we haven't rung it in about three or four shows. I would love to be able to offer another free shirt to someone that gets the golden bell. If you leave a comment question that I absolutely love, especially if it's contributing to the show and to our viewers, or you make me laugh my butt off, that's mm. just as good too. Um, I, I will say though, I noticed something. Mm. After last week's show, someone did leave a comment and I loved it so much that I said, please join next week's show. And if I see you're there, I would love to acknowledge their comment and give them the bell, but I'm going to make them work for it. Mm. I really love. Sounds like a setup to me. Yeah. You guys are going to love this. Okay. And this person said, well, I hope I'll be there. So if you're listening, you know who you are. Comment. Let me know you're here. I'm, I don't remember the exact name, but once I see it, I can go back to last week's show. Uh, they left a comment I really, really like. So uh, we're going to get started. A couple more minutes. 12.15 is when everyone really starts to get in here. If you're just joining us, welcome to Video Chicken Live. It is Friday the 13th. Talking about prepping. The reason for this, too, which we got Mackenzie still sitting in the green room. We're going to bring in here in a little bit. She's the one that came up with this idea. She said, Matt, you will not believe how many people are calling, freaking out right now, going, I got to get a chicken coop as fast as possible. Right. So if you don't know what's going on in the world right now, it, it is scary. Yeah, we're seeing food shortages and now on the East Coast, a diesel gas shortage. So that's going to affect all sorts of things. And uh, yeah, so we're not sure. And it's always nice to grow your own food. It's healthier. It's convenient. It's fun. It's good for your mental health. There are right, so many. Ingrid? Yes. So even if... Uh, Doomsday doesn't happen. Oh, uh, brr, buzzer. You've got seven. You've uh, 
Uh, You're not allowed to say uh, it. I was told I'm not allowed to say doomsday. We didn't say that. We just nobody said, said I couldn't say it. <laughs> we just said to not. Yeah, put your puppet on. No. So anyhow, if if nothing, <laughs> if no food shortages or anything like that really doesn't happen, you can always use your food. Like this is not gonna. There, there's no harm done being prepared. The other thing about growing this is your... actually a lot of fun. It, I know, isn't I just, it? That, I, I that, can that stop puppet's doing amazing. It. Um, the other thing about growing your own food too, if you think about it, I mean, part of the problem with the shortages and with the gas prices is. If you buy your, if you grow your own food, or if you get food locally, you it's less gas miles. It's food miles, what they call mm-hmm. it, and people don't really think about that. They don't think about that that lettuce that they bought has traveled all the way across the country. Whereas if you get lettuce from me, I picked it five minutes ago, and mm-hmm. it will last in your fridge like two weeks at least without getting gross. It, la- it seems to last so much longer because it's freshly picked. Uh, so everything you get in the store has been has been picked and harvested and packaged and you know been in a truck and traveling so it's not as fresh so even if you can't grow your own shop local as much as possible and things like strawberries it's strawberry season here in north carolina Mm -hmm. and there is nothing like the fresh strawberries in north carolina Uh, and i've i've learned that uh the strawberries we get year round are not as tasty because they're grown and selected for their durability Mm-hmm. They have to, they have to have a longer shelf life, and they have to travel a long way to get to where they're going, and they're not grown for the taste because the tastiest, juiciest ones don't travel well. Isn't that called GMO? No, 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 no. It's just a. But even- they are modifying the food so much to stay beautiful and have mm-hmm. a very long shelf life. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I have customers that are scientists that have talked to me about this, um, and it's interesting their opinion because they're like, it's not that big of a deal. We're just changing a couple things so that it lasts longer. It's going to help feed more people and, and not. Well, then there's breeding and selection. Mm-hmm. And then there's GMO. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's true. You know, they're two separate things. I'm just saying I know for a fact, and I've seen it, especially as an exterminator, where the, the, these scientists, and it's they're brilliant people to figure out how to produce food that are insect resistant so that it lasts longer. So to that point that you guys are talking about, that is so important because they've had to create these huge farms to grow a large amount of food and to be able to feed the country does have to travel a long ways. Mm -hmm. So not only are you gonna be burning up fuel, you're gonna be reducing your personal shelf life because that shelf shelf life starts once it's picked. So that's an interesting point, real quick. And uh, nutrients decline as well over time. Mm -hmm. Gosh, yeah, so so many great reasons. That's what we wanna get into here. We don't wanna bore you guys, but we're gonna get into prepping and there's something fascinating I had no idea existed. So, and, and, and Mackenzie said, I already do that. So we're gonna be bringing Mackenzie in a little bit. Hopefully she's prepared. We haven't talked to Mackenzie in a while. God knows she has been very, very busy. I can't wait to talk a little bit about how sales have been going. She's been doing it for three or four months and she's gonna be down here next Tuesday. So might be able to have her in on the show for next week's show. I'm not sure what we're doing. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. So if you wanna know a way to supposedly preserve your eggs for a very long time, we're gonna be talking about it. Don't say it. See it? You feel it? See how that works? <laughs> All right. Real quick. Nikki Wagoner. Happy Wagner. Friday. Wagoner. Wagner. Why is we, this? Sp- we j- just trust me. We've I am sorry, before. Nikki, if I'm saying it wrong. Why is there an O then? It's just the way it is. Happy Friday. I'm getting Matt chicks next week. 
<laughs> and have our American Coop finish. Congratulations. Um, leave some comments on how that went. Would love to hear your feelings on keeping them in the coop with the entrance to the run blocked off. Perfect. Make sure you block off the nesting boxes as well. Yep. Well, if they're Just getting... a piece of cardboard should do it. They have their coop before their chicks. She's talking about blocking off the run to the hen house. No. Okay. Well, she's got baby chicks. Keeping them in the coop in the hen house. See, that's where I get confused. With the hen house Because when door. we say coop, we're talking about the hen house and run, but she's referring to just the hen house. Mm-hmm. Yes, keep them in the hen house. That Block work, off right? that opening. That is my favorite way to do it. Mm-hmm. Make sure, depending on how old they are, if they need a heat source, that's the only time you're going to want to have a heat source inside your hen house. That's the only time you're going to have food and water inside the hen house. Block off the egg hutch, as Kristen is saying. And then I would say you keep that entrance that opening that they'll go from the hen house down into the run closed off until they're fully feathered until they're fully feathered which is Uh, about five to seven weeks five to seven weeks and keep the opening to the egg hutch covered until same i mean no no that should be covered until they're ready to lay about 20 21 weeks right Mm -hmm. um and the reason for that is we don't want to create bad habits but also when you do open that up and chickens are such curious creatures you're gonna know when they're ready to get down there um so you will absolutely love it what Kristen will say though is make sure that doesn't mean you're not gonna go out there and spend some time with them because you say that's one of the disadvantages of using the hen house as a brooder but it also helps the chickens know that that's where they're supposed to be at night. Yes. Mm-hmm. I couldn't Why? agree more. It's the easiest way. Yeah. Uh, so I see the audience is still growing. Thank you for coming in. We're going to get started here soon. We're going to be talking a lot about prepping and a way to keep your eggs to last even longer. I never heard of this. I can't wait to learn about this. And come to find out our very own Mackenzie up in New York, who's been working hard at sales, uh, has been doing this. I had no idea. Let's bring her in. We will. We will. We got. Oh, we already passed 1215. Yeah. All right. Well, hold on. A couple more things for show notes. Okay. This is important. And we'll, we should talk about a little of this when Mackenzie comes in. But we need our audience. We need our viewers help, apparently. Oh. Oh, Matt did it again. What? What'd you do? It should be a song. What are you talking about? So. Yeah. Nobody knows what you're talking. You do this preamble all the time and you never get to the point. And we're all like, what is he talking about? Exa- are you ready? Yeah. The ramp. That's what I thought oh, you might say. See. Did you see my video yesterday that I sent you? Uh, can you I, play that? Ingrid? I would. I tried to, but it was so darn small, I couldn't see it. Here's the point, folks out there. Let us know what you think. I tell you, truth be told, I'm just trying to make everyone happy. And do I do, do I like the squeaky wheel gets the grease? No. However, when someone says, "Matt, you have an opportunity for an improvement here," do it. I like to do that. However, the argument right now is Matt, but that's the 1% if that. Everyone else loves the ladder. Everyone else has no problem with the ladder. And what I'm hearing is they like the ladder more for the looks than they do potentially the function for the chickens. So that's a tough argument. So what do we do? I like it for both. Because it doesn't, you can have, and I did look up industry standard. Um, <laughs> we need to pull up that picture for industry standard. But um, the it, it, you can have a steeper ladder or ramp if you use the ladder style. I agree. And then that takes up less room in your chicken coop. Run, I agree. 
Oh, these are great pitchers. Inger's about to bring. Oh, Inger's about to bring up some good stuff. So here, here's what's going on. We have some people like Matt. That ladder just doesn't work. And what I wanted to do is just try to standardize something that's going to make everyone happy, even my silky well, customers. I won't be happy. So I listened to my team, and they are not happy. So I think I'm going to backtrack go. a little. All right, here, let's watch this. Good job, Ingrid. So, ooh. Sorry, my bard rock's noisy. Excellent audio. Look at that. Oh, oh, that must be a really talented chicken to make it up that ladder like that. <laughs> okay, let's get back to you guys. I know. But and right after that, quite frankly, um, my uh, oh, why'd you cut it out so early? Because then that I, I, yeah, and then she I made it up. The all ladder. right, let's play that again. Let's play that again, in case you guys didn't catch it. Hold on, screen share, screen share. Hold on. So that oh my god, that is just textbook. <laughs> they didn't screen share. We didn't screen share. I know. I was I was gonna have you do. I wanted to go back. Okay. All right. Wow, Ingrid, excellent shot. That is it. That is it right there, folks. It's just it that easy. It seems so effortless for It them. does. And here's what I'm trying to explain to people. And it, even the straw that broke the camel's back, where I was like, you know what? I'm going back to the ramp. Uh, he said, Matt, with the steps, they, they when they go to go up, they don't have anything to push against. But because it is a step, they're not technically pushing against anything. Um, may, I, may I for a second for oh, our yeah, viewers? Well, I think please. they're going to appreciate that. The uh, dueling mouse. Issue. Okay. Well, no, it's who's it's, gonna win. Okay, so I want people to see this. Oh, I wish we had it in slow motion. And right after that, though, the well summer that I got from you, Kristen, she like zoomed right up there. And I missed it. <laughs> Did she skip a step? No, she like literally like she was she had to lay an egg. But this one's like five years old. This chicken. Great shot, Ingrid. Thank you. You're welcome. This is what I mean, folks. 99.999% of your chicks are going to have no problem. And the ladder does look good. But I like that the it, the poop doesn't get caught up in exactly, there. Exactly. Exactly. And if it does, you just, I just like scrape it right off and it goes right, right down on the ground. And it's not really visible. Whereas the ramp, you're just looking at chicken poop on a ramp. The, the one thing about the ramp, though, I'll say, not the really long ramp, but the other ramp is... Like, my chickens don't walk down that ladder. They do fly down. Um, and that's not a problem, except for maybe with my older one. But she still manages. So. I don't know if they, she would walk down regardless. What? Okay. Bottom line is, I do love our ladder. And I don't want to mislead people thinking there's something wrong with the ladder. There's not. But at the end of the day, we have to make a decision. I believe we made a decision as a team that we will offer it as an option. Which one? The ramp. Yep. We'll stick with the ladder. That's what everyone's gotten to know. Oof. But now we're not going to say what it is. What? And this is going to drive people nuts. When we did our site survey yesterday, once again, this is what I love about oh, this Oh, she's business. watching. She commented. Oh, nice. Um, Hi, Beth. She, our customers give us the best ideas. Our job is to figure out how to execute on it. That's what I love about this business. She's, we sat there in her living room just having a great conversation uh, especially about, I wonder what her thoughts were on the potential show coming up where we might have two very well-known chicken experts. I'm going to try to get them on. Remember that, Ingrid? That should be interesting. Uh, she came up with a great idea to solve our ramp ladder problem. Really? Yep. So I'm going to leave it at that. Such a simple idea, and those are the best ideas, but going to be a little challenging to execute.
So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, listen, if you are on the fence right now thinking about getting a chicken coop, it will come with that ladder. But if you want the ramp, we're going to have some videos showing side by side. And that's a great example of a video we can use. The reason why people have a problem with the ladder is if you got maybe an older hen that has a bum leg and they think they're having difficulty with the ladder, they'll probably have more difficulty with the ramp. No, if my old chicken with the bum leg goes up that ladder, like she needs, I don't, I think she would have harder time. I don't know. Yeah. But she goes up the ladder fine. So I tell you, you know, there's the old saying, the customer's always right, but the other nice thing about this business is not always. Well, she had a good point yesterday. She said, you know what? These people, your customers, are coming to you. Mm-hmm. And if they were Us. not- if they were not happy with that ramp, ramp or ladder, they would go somewhere else. But they want that ladder. Well, okay, that that's true. They're coming they to us for our expertise, package. but that yeah. isn't always true. They expect it, but all of a sudden they have these chickens, and they're like, "Oh, they're they're jumping down halfway. It must be the ladder." It, it, it's not. That is normal chicken behavior. It, it is. Just think about it. when they're going in and out of the mm-hmm. trees. They didn't build a ladder out of twigs, and there you go, Rosetta. There yeah. you go. Um, <laughs> So anyways, all right, I know Mackenzie's busy. Let's go ahead and bring Mackenzie in from the green room, and let's go ahead and get this show started. And Ingrid did some slides, too. I can't wait to see them. And I have a lot to learn here. I'm excited. Are you ready, Mackenzie? She's like, yeah, I was born ready. Add to the, we're going to put her to the right. What? Hmm? I am doing it. Why is it not going? Oh, boy. It's the dueling mouses. Oh, there she is. Yeah, the dueling mouse. Hopefully her, um, oh. hopefully her, what? uh. That shouldn't matter. No, you you are correct. I was just testing. <laughs> there we go. There's, There's Mackenzie. How you doing, Mackenzie? Warm, um, busy, but it's good. Yeah. So how is it? I think sale? it's hotter here than down there today. It is. It's actually tomorrow. It's going to be hotter in Maine than it is in upstate New York, and same down here. It's just the way the weather is. Hmm. Well, you're you're welcome. I'm glad. Just finally some warm weather. I can't wait for you to get down here next week. Way overdue. Um, it's been since December. Yeah, I think that's the last time I was probably hung over too. So let's not let's not do this again, okay? That was not, not my fault. It it was totally your fault. Who knew whiskey and pickles are gonna be so good together? Oh. Really? Anyways, oh. how how how's it been? Real quick, how's it been doing sales? You've been doing it what three months? I don't know. Okay, so that good, huh? Um, the days sometimes go by very quickly. And sometimes do not. Gotcha. Uh, it's a lot of being on the phone, which is opposite of what I was doing before. Yes. And this is where a lot of people, it's so hard to get people ready for sales. They're like, you have no idea how much you're going to be on the phone. Oh, so I love talking. So if you've, if you guys have called in and you've talked to Mackenzie, there she is. That is the lovely Mackenzie, who's a chicken lady herself. That's right. And unbeknownst to me, she mentioned that she's been doing this practice of how to preserve your eggs even longer. And also Mackenzie said, Matt, we're getting a lot of calls. People are freaking out. Food factories are blowing up. There's this food shortage. There's nothing on the shelves. They need a chicken coop now. So in a weird way, I mean, it's sad to hear this, but I'm glad people are going, hey, it's time to survive. And this is actually a good thing for them. Mackenzie, do you have your... preservation of eggs is that the right way to put yeah, it she doesn't well we use them all she... um and i have about six pickles left in my pickle jar so i can't show and tell i do <gasps> i do have a slide though on it okay let's uh we'll continue know. the audio start the slideshow then we'll leave well you... um okay hang in on. all honesty i thought it was saturday today <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Hang on a second. Here we go. So this is about water glassing eggs. So th th that's it. Water glassing. Yes. All right. That's, who, a, that's really a cool term. So too. someone explain. I like that. Explain to me. Explain to our viewers what in the world is water glassing eggs, please. In the most simple term, it's a way to preserve your eggs. Uh, people like me who practically live in the tundra, my chickens don't lay eggs in the wintertime. Uh, so in substituting having to go to the grocery store, buy eggs when I have 10 perfectly capable chickens that are freeloading in my backyard, I preserve them through older months. So the audio is breaking up a little bit. Um, I think we're it's it's so close that we can make out what you're saying. So I apologize. I don't know if you have a mic and headphones you can separate. I think it's cutting you out. We're going to give Mackenzie a second to see if we can um, fix that real quick, if you don't mind, Mackenzie, because I definitely want to keep you in on this. Again, I am so surprised that she was doing this. And so we're, She does a lot of canning, too. So if you are going to – so she makes a good point. Okay, egg production goes down in the winter right. because daylight shortens, mm -hmm. right? And we're also told that it's not a good idea to add artificial lighting because that's a time that the hen needs to use protein for other reasons, mm -hmm. right, for molting. Yes. Okay. Because um, there's always that conversation, should you add artificial lighting or not. But if you're getting an abundance of eggs throughout the spring and summer, you're saying go get a big pickle jar like you see right here. Fill it up with water. And hydrated lime. Distilled water. Or spring water. Um, hydrated lime, which you can find. It's They call it pickling lime or um, slaked lime. What? Yeah, so lime. This is a powder. Yeah, so lime is calcium oxide. But um, hydrated lime is calcium hydroxide. So, and that's what they use for like pickling. All right, all right. So let's back up, especially for the people that are going to be <laughs> listening to us when we're not live, listening to a podcast, and you don't see these wonderful pictures. So that means you need to show up here noon <laughs> Eastern every Friday. So, okay. So you're going to take a big pickle jar, is what we're seeing here. And first thing is start that's with some. Oh, shoot. The audio may. No, I'm so worse. sorry. It's actually worse. Do you think because we're not in interview mode now? No. Okay. No. Um,. You can use a three-gallon bucket. Like the, you can use any food. Oh, safe. so it doesn't have to be sealed. Okay, so let's let's start from the very beginning. Yeah, again. I've seen people use a five-gallon bucket. Yep. Okay, hold on. All right, so we need a container that's mm -hmm. going to hold eggs and water. Mm -hmm. Right. And we don't have to worry about if it has to be sealed or not. It should be sealed, but it should be like secure. But I mean, those like food-safe buckets have a secure lid because you know when you okay, try to so open when them. Okay, so when you <laughs> say bucket, not many of us picture a lid on it. But okay, so you have to have a nice, tight-fitting lid to the bucket. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're gonna fill the whole thing up with eggs, fresh eggs, clean eggs, unwashed eggs. Yes. Okay, easy enough. Okay, I'm sure no one has any questions. If you do, leave them in the comment section. All right, then the next thing you're gonna do is. You're going to put in the hydrated lime? Yeah, you mix the hydrated lime and the water first. Well, 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 it says distilled or spring water. Right, or water that you leave. If you use water from your tap, you have to let it be out uncovered for like 24 hours to, to evaporate any of the chemicals, I believe. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, one of my favorite subjects. When I grew coral, <laughs> mm. I had no idea how bad city water is for us. 
So actually, thank you, Father, for raising me on a well. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, I use it. I mean, I make kombucha or kefir water, all any kind of water that you do for any kind of food preservation. If you don't have distilled or spring water, that's what you can do. All right. So to play it safe, distilled or spring water, mm -hmm. reverse osmosis maybe. Um, and you use the ratio of one quart of water to one ounce of hydrated lime. Okay. So let's so hydrated lime. Is it a powder? Is it mm -hmm. another liquid? Yep. It's a powder. Mackenzie's busy. She's still in the green room. She's going to get this going. Let me know when you're ready. Just sound off, Mackenzie. We get a second. See if we can master this audio. Jeez. Uh, she's, she's like, what? Um, maybe she probably can't even hear us now. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it, it's a powder, you said? Yes. Okay. So you're going to mix it up and then dump it in because you're not going to be able to mix it if you put it separately into a thing of eggs. No, you, you don't have an end of the eggs yet. You're just mixing the water and the hydrated uh -huh. lime first. Okay, but not in the container you're going to put the eggs in. Yes. Well, how do you know your displacement? <laughs> do, do you feel well, you me? Don't, yeah, you don't fill it all the way you up. You might be overcomplicating it. I'm yeah. not overcomplicating it. This is what. <laughs> this is why I love having this Kenzie, conversation. Kenzie, I, what, what do you think? Was it easy? I think I've run out of headphones to try. You no, sound no, you so sound much good. better. You much better. Good. This is what I had it on the first time. Oh. No, you're. Well, it could have just been a Wi-Fi thing. My internet stinks. Yeah, yeah. and there's a, now there's an echo, but we're, we'll try to get through it. So Matt's asking Kenzie, how do you know how much liquid to put in if you're putting the eggs in afterwards? Can we see her? Can I make it in excess of it. So I typically start with about five quarts of water and five ounces of pickle wine. And I just use the packet I buy it at Ronnie's. It's like three bucks. It's Mrs. Wages pickling time. And it lasts forever. Um, so the, the audio is still cutting out. I apologize. I know how painful it is. For, I know, <laughs> Mackenzie. I'm so sorry. Maybe we'll recap next week when you are here because I'd love to have you down here in the studio. Maybe you and Kristen could do the show. I'll take a break. Or maybe I'll get to sit next to Ingrid over there and I get to run the audio and really play with some things. <laughs> um, so, I never know what to do with my hands when I'm on the show. You like, just do whatever. Person. That's mm -hmm. what I do. Or I get in trouble a lot. I play with nipples, uh, drinking nipples for those people live, listening <laughs> yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, I mean, please. We do have a podcast. Oh, let's be specific. Yeah, drinking let's, nipples. Anyways. Let's um, move those off the table. No, you always take them out of my hands, and I don't know why. Well, only if it, your, your fidgeting makes noises next to the microphone. That's the only reason I take stuff out of your hand. This is called fidgeting? And no, you cannot hear it. Anyways, all right. So, it, you know what, Mackenzie? Maybe next week. When you're down here, we'll, we'll tell you what to do with your hands while you're in front of the camera. People will love <laughs> it. Also. Yes. And we got to talk about what next week's show is going to be. So, yeah. Um, be nice to know. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, I can totally. We can recap next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, Kenzie. Bye, guys. It's good to see Bye. you. Can't wait to see you next week. Yay. I'll all be right. there. Uh, you better. All right, so uh, sorry about that, folks. I was hoping to bring Mackenzie in. We haven't seen her in so long, and she has just been a busy, busy bee doing sales, answering. It was uh, nice to see her yes. on the show. So and it's a keynote. Here, here's the thing. That, go ahead, bring a keynote. Here's a fun fact about Mackenzie. She is ridiculously smart. Mm -hmm. I she, has, she is a very multifaceted, interesting person. Exactly. I mean, she can go from being able to have a conversation with a turkey mm -hmm. to full-on bow hunting mm -hmm. to, like... She went to college for psychology. I'm just like, wow. 
Anyway, so that, that's the McKenzie. I just I love smart people. Okay, so here we go. Let's back up. So we're going to preserve eggs. If you're just joining us, we're talking about water glassing eggs. And here's why I love this, because I have no clue. So I'm sure there's a lot of people going, well, what the hell do I do first? So you have a container, and you're saying you're going to mix up in that container distilled or spring water with some hydrated lime. And what was that ratio again? It's uh, one quart of water to one ounce of the hydrated lime. So maybe next week you and Mackenzie should do this live so yeah. people can actually see it because I'm going to prove a point. If you do it this way, it's going to be more complicated where what you should do is put your eggs in the container because that's the larger item. Mix up your water and hydrated lime in another container and then you fill it up. You don't have to worry about. But you have to add the eggs to the liquid pointy side, side down, which is not going to happen if you throw the eggs in the bucket first. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm starting to save some eggs, so. Wow. Okay, so that makes so good we, sense. We so should you, have some. You actually week. have to position the egg. You know, a lot of people don't know this. You point it side down whenever well, you store it. It's right there on the slide. I know. You know what? One, I don't like reading. Two, I haven't made it that far. Okay. Okay. All right. So <laughs> great point. All right. So then you got to put your eggs in the container, point it side down, keep the nice big fat round part up. And what is the reason for that? Because I know there's people wondering. Not everyone at once. <laughs> it's the it's the air pocket that forms. Exactly. Keeps it up the, at the is top. Is on the fat end. Yeah. It's on the fat end. So you got to keep that up. What happens if you flip it the wrong way and store it? The yolk gets the air pockets on the top, right? It probably the the yolk is in the off center. Yeah. So we all know an egg. Okay, this one's a fake egg. Oh. Yes. Yes. Don't yes. let me forget. We won't. Don't let me forget, guys. If you didn't catch last week's show, go back and watch it. What a happy ending! Especially the end, yeah. And I I couldn't be happier. I I love when um. People get to, to get acknowledged for all their hard work and things like that. And we have someone, we have no idea who they are, uh, send you guys some gifts. Mm -hmm. And I was very happy, but I selfishly felt a little left out. Next thing you know, a box arrives for me. Yeah. And I have not opened it yet. It just, they didn't all come at once. That they was the problem. Yeah. So I got a, I got an unboxing coming up at towards the end of the show. I can't wait to see it. So anyways, <clears throat> pointed <throat> side down, mm -hmm. the air pocket, the natural, that's going to be already in your egg is going to be up top. Now, when they're fresh, there's hardly any air pocket, right? Right. And as they age, that air pocket will increase. It's actually a form of a gas, right, inside. Mm -hmm. So that's why when you go to test if your egg is fresh or not, if it starts to float, you know it's getting old. But I can't remember exactly why. It's probably in one of the books, but I'm sure you know. It'll come back to you. That if you have it like this, it ruins the egg faster, if I remember correctly, because it's fighting to go up. That makes sense. Yes. So pointed side down inside there. We're going to mix the hydrated lime with the distilled water or spring water. Gently add eggs to the liquid. Okay, so we're going to fill up the container point it with the with the eggs. Yeah, point and it side I, think, down. I think to your point that you could probably mix the liquid and hydrated lime in another container, fill up what you're going to, you know, put it like three quarters or whatever, and then you can also add, you can top it off with the liquid so you don't displace all the water. Since you wanted to be all sciencey about it, well, it's not not sciencey. I think you're just being critical. <laughs> I am not being critical. <laughs> These are just things we think about. All right, so we're gonna fill it up. All right, and put a cap on it. That's right. That's it. Store in a cool, dark location, and then in the winter you have fresh eggs. You're kidding me. Why? Why? Because you don't want the heat to to ruin the. No, no, no. Okay, let me rephrase cool. my question. Okay. 
Why does water glassing preserve the eggs so much longer? Because it's not ex exposed to oxygen. Isn't there oxygen in the water? Well, there's... Oh, boy. H2O. There's hydrogen and oxygen mm. to it. Sounds like we have some homework to do. Because these are things I can't help but wonder. It's so, like pickling. It's like it's canning. It's the same I, I thing. You're, you're, you're preserving it by giving it this liquid that has a preservative in it, which is the hydrated lime, and you're sealing it, and you're storing it in a cool, dry place. Now the egg is not exposed to the elements because the eggs are porous. Now it's just... It's kind like of sealed, sealed up mm -hmm. without freezing because that ruins the egg in order right? to be able to it use does. it for making for breakfast, but you can still use it for baking. But, okay, I would love next week. Can we do this? Can we add this to your homework list, please? And I'm sure our viewers would love to know more. We, we've we learned that we can preserve eggs longer for how long if we water glass them? Oh, I mean, I guess it would be like canning. You know, I don't. I don't. See, know. If, I, if I had done my prep, I'd have answers for you. Right. I'm sorry. I guess that's what I was expecting. No. I'm sorry, bro. It is I, a long time, though. Yes. Well, I I, th I thought I heard it was two years. Yeah. I, you got to be might, kidding me. We might have some comments on that. Okay. If any, I was just going to bring that up. If anybody out there has done this, please add your questions and comments to it, especially your comments, your experience, because I want to know. Because people always ask, okay, wait a minute. What do you mean don't refrigerate your eggs? I'm going to put them out in a basket like you see in this picture here. You still can't see. Um, how, how long are they going to last? And there's been studies on that. Um, and you to your are surprised they actually last a very long time but if you pickle them or put, put them in distilled water with hydrated lime you're saying they potentially could have eggs last up to two years i thought that's what it was yeah like if you take a cucumber and you pickle it and make a pickle out of it how long does it last in the supermarket that is fascinating and you can pickle boiled eggs as well i love pickled eggs especially pickled bantam eggs because they're just one bite <laughs> they're so good and I just want to point out that Nikki Wagner said, yes, that's how her name is pronounced. Mm. <laughs> Which one? Wagner or Wagner? Wagner. She has been on the show and you said it wrong the first time and I corrected okay, her. Okay, I'm so sorry. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for being a, a, a common viewer here, a repeat viewer, fun fan. Um, or uh, fun. What, what, what did you call them? Repeat listener? No, no. Ingrid always oh, uses a um, term. Well, we have our chicken community. Yeah, geez. We got to get better with our lingo around here. Anyways, so next week when Mackenzie's down here, I expect homework to be done. I'm going to have some questions sitting over there. And I would like to see you and Mackenzie pickle eggs live, please. And I'm going to ask some questions well, pickling like. pickling requires. Oh, God. Okay, wrong well, term. I know. I can, Water you glassing. You typically boil the eggs first, and then you put them in a pickling solution. With if all you're going to pickle. Like I am sorry. Stuff. We're going to take some fresh eggs. We're going to make sure they're clean. We're going to make sure they're unwashed so we don't remove the bloom. And we're going to put them in a container, point it side down, and we're going to make this solution. And we're going to fill it up. And we're going to write some stuff on it like there. You know what we'll do is we'll let it sit. And we'll open it up in five years. Be like a time capsule. Mm. And then we'll see if we get sick after we eat them. <laughs> so Laura said that you're overcomplicating it. Mix water and lime in a jar or bucket, add eggs, and seal lid. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. He's making it. I mean, I wanted to get specific. I'm not overcomplicating it because what happens if you didn't make enough solution? I'm just saying, what is this? You, know, you My point will be proven next week. I'll no, guarantee okay. it. Live. I, I'll probably not show up next week. Not an option. Okay. Thank you. 
Um, but this is amazing. So for people that are prepping. Oh, here we go. Ooh. No, I, I Thank Lisa. You, Lisa. Lisa. Yes, Lisa to the rescue as always. Water glassing keeps bacteria from getting inside your eggs thanks to the lime water solution, which is extremely alkaline. Bacteria and microorganisms simply cannot grow in this environment. It's also important to wash the lime water off your eggs before you use them, which I said on the last thing that you didn't read. Um, mm -hmm. A drip of lime water could cause your eggs to curdle. Interesting. Uh-huh. So. Okay. Now, I didn't do this. I do a lot of other preserving, but I hadn't done water glassing, so I did have to look this stuff up. So Yeah, I had no idea. So I would love to know. And I'm sure our viewers would love to know, and they're going to have questions. And if you're watching right now, you have questions for next week's show. I promise we will have homework done. And I'm sure Mackenzie is still listening. She's probably already canceled her flight now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and who can blame her? No, no, no. She loves this stuff. I think you guys will be amazed. She just blows me away sometimes on the things that she knows. So this, this is fascinating because we live in a day, we you know, a time right now where things are very scary. And a sad truth, fear drives our business. And I'm proud, you know, that we get to offer solutions for people that are like, I might need to kind of do things the way my grandparents did or my great grandparents. It's really a hobby that can feed you. Yes. Speaking of which. Pets that can feed you. Yeah. So let's go through the slides. You work so hard on this as well. No, I, I, no I, let's um, do it. So let me go back to this Please. other one. I love it. So you can read this. No, go ahead, Ingrid. Transform your property into something more sustainable. So whether it's, they call it a foodscape or edible landscape or food forest, have, and you can have things growing all year round. And what I love to say is plant in the hell strip. So that's the area between your sidewalk and your street that people have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why is it called a hell strip? I don't know. That's what it's called. I've never heard of that before. My only concern with that is people walking their dogs might pee on it. Yeah, they do. And I always tell people, I have a big rosemary plant, and I said, help yourself to my neighbors. I said, just don't take anything from the bottom. <laughs> you never know with dogs. But, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I'm aware of that. We've actually, ours is pretty long. We put a little path in the middle in case people want to cross through. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> this is just my property that I've done. I mean, we did a, I'm not expecting people to always do this do as much where every square inch is pretty much usable and farmed. Right. But this is the future and I love yeah. it. I absolutely love it. As long as, again, you got your conspiracy theorists that say things like, well, the government doesn't let you harvest your own rainwater and they're not going to want you to grow your own food. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Well, uh, I also don't have an HOA, so I'm able to do this in my front yard and my side yard where some people probably couldn't. But we started out with just a few beds on a quarter acre property. And in a couple of years, we not only transformed the property, but we transformed the soil, which in North Carolina is what's something you have to do because it's all red clay. Um, okay. Oh, and Ingrid, how many pounds are you getting out of your garden? Well, that, I think maybe the next slide. Okay. okay. So this is just some examples of um, like a four by four raised bed. We got 15 pounds of string beans that's amazing two beds of cucumbers got over 200 pounds of cucumbers we Whoa. were giving them out to like the fedex guy in the u.s <laughs> we're like oprah you get a cucumber you get a cucumber um so it, it doesn't take much if you grow smart you know if you don't overcrowd things or stuff you, you certain things produce a lot beans for instance if you continue to pick them they will produce more so you get a long growing season with beans 
Um, so, and grow ver we grow vertically a lot. So you can use pole beans if you don't have a, you know, a bigger enough, a big space for them to, or you could do like pole beans and then have something in a bed underneath it. Yeah, and you have a picture there of the purple beans, which are just really lovely too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's all different kinds of things that you, oh my God. Shh, sorry. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> wow, they're stepping their game up. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um. So Matt just saw some um, some comments from I mean, who's maybe out, a porn site Who's or something. out there right now commenting on a, a live like, show? Like, are they really going to get people to go there? Probably. I mean, yeah. who's not our listeners? Are you kidding? They're much I'm just, more interested in this stuff. As you guys are talking about something that I'm trying to stay interested in, and it's amazing what they're doing is the future. But I tell you, I just don't. I don't know. But it, it, it it's okay. So I just want to make sure if there's any questions or comments while you guys are talking about this that we got their attention. Yeah. And there was some. Wow, um, someone's got too much time on their hands. Uh, Carolina Coop sales. That's uh, so. That's Mackenzie right now. I can make pickled eggs too, mustard pickles. So should we do that next week? Yes. Okay, so let's do that next week. I think that'd be great. Ingrid, you on board? Sure. And uh, Barbara Vance there says that she looked it up, water glassed eggs last one year to 18 months. Yeah. That is amazing. That is pretty good. That is amazing because that gets you back to when the chickens should start producing again. And it's, well, so, yeah, it's pretty yeah, easy. If they too. last that long, yeah. You don't even have to have a stove to heat it up. I, I'm just, I'm blown away. I'm blown away by a couple of things. One, I've never heard of it. And two, that just goes to show you how awesome eggs are. And that seems very simple to it's do. the easiest way to grow your own protein. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. All right, so moving on to some other slides here. So again, you got some more shots of Ingrid um, <laughs> and her husband, Sean, feeding yeah. the chickens. Yeah, so I just wrote, you know, you can um, make fruit, trees, and berries, herbs, flowers, vegetables, and of course, chickens part of your homestead. Cool. Yeah. And the nice thing about chickens is they're nature's recycler. Anything that you're not going to eat out of the garden or out of your kitchen, give it to your chickens and it turns into either an egg or fertilizer. It's just Yeah, perfect. it doesn't go to waste. It, right. It's such a great feeling. And this is preserve your harvest and save your seeds. I oh, heard yeah, it's illegal. Yeah. I heard it's illegal to save your seeds. Only if they're GMO. Oh, yeah, only if they're, yeah. Well, yeah, because there's patents on those seeds. You can <laughs> Isn't this fascinating? This is so. This is gonna get me all up. No, that's fine. You are Ingrid free. Tizzy. Please, I, I love everything you have to say. Please, we yeah. want to hear it. Yeah, I had one of my neighbors give me tomatoes, and he said I've used these seeds for years from yeah. these tomatoes, and they're perfectly acclimated to our neighborhood. You can't. You can't. The Monsanto seeds you cannot preserve. But if you grow heirloom tomato seeds, tomatoes, you can you can preserve your own seeds. And some people think like, oh, how do you get the seeds out of the tomatoes? And there's an easy way to preserve tomatoes, um, the seeds, is you take, and it's up in the upper um, right there, but it's, you, you take uh, a tomato. You're always supposed to take your best tomato, but I like to eat my best tomato. But yeah. theoretically, you're supposed to take your best specimen tomato. Um, and you squeeze it into a ball jar or a jar of any kind, um, and you get all the pulp, just get keep the skin out, and all the seeds will come out. Add some water. Um, I like to cover it just because, they, you know, things can crawl in there, like bugs and such. Um, cover it with poke holes in it, but you just let it sit for like three to four days out in the, in the heat in the summer. And what? Nothing. Sorry. Oh, my God. 
So anyway, and once you do that, there's actual uh, like some mold that will come, which will fortify your seed for the next, it fortifies that seed against disease for the next time. And then you just take it in a strainer, rinse them out, let them dry and preserve your seeds. It's, it's, it always seemed like, how do you preserve tomato seeds and not like pepper seeds? Cause it's all wet in there, but it's very easy. And it's, it, it's, it, it makes a lot of sense. And then you don't have to keep buying seeds. Yeah. That's perfect. And then um, I, I love our viewers. You guys are the best and I definitely you, appreciate ben. it. Yeah. There's yes. so many great comments and questions. I want to get back to them, but I didn't want to interrupt that, but I, I just, I'm so clueless on that world of gardening you guys talk about in seeds, but now this is something that I'm going to do very soon. And her next slide here is collect rainwater. Um, I'm going to get one of these big, are these 500 gallon? Yes. That one's 500 gallon. You can get 800, you can get thousand gallons. Um, and Raleigh, actually the city of Raleigh, and I don't know if other places have this, but the city of Raleigh actually encourages you to collect rainwater and rewards you for doing it. And this cistern, the big cistern that we have in the backyard, is a 500-gallon gallon cistern. And the city of Raleigh will will compensate you for, I think it's up to 90%, We got depending on the project. They will compensate you for basically keeping water out of the whole sewer system is what you're doing. You're keeping it from going in the street and you're keeping them from having to process it. So they reward you for collecting your own water and they will compensate you. We got, depending on the project, we got about 40% of our investment back from the city um, for that cistern. Had we known that when we did the rain barrels, we probably would have gone a different route with that as well. (laughs) But so we collect our own rainwater. We don't drink it. It's for the garden. You could if you had to. We could. We'd have to filter it. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell you the one thing we've been so fortunate for years and years and years and years uh, here in the states, especially, is we have such great water in general. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, something that scares the hell out of me, and one of the reasons why I am hesitant on selling my farm in upstate New York, is one, I have an amazing well for, for beginners. But you got to when the D Day, you know, if, if shit hits the fan, basically, you got to be able to defend it. So that's another one. But Hopefully that doesn't happen from a business point of view. We've seen a lot of factories like Nestle buy up a lot of land surrounding the Great Lakes. And what they're... And Bill Gates. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's what's going to happen is water. We can't live without water, right? I'm sure we can all agree on that. And what they're doing is they're getting ready to be able to start piping it throughout the country so that we can have water. And... That might be a reason why they don't want people collecting rainwater or whatever. But I think I've just only do heard it. of it's that, just... like in Colorado. Yeah, when... it, it, it's. I've heard it seems much more rare to not be able to collect yeah. your rainwater than it is. Yeah, it seems ridiculous. And I'm pretty sure where I live, I live in a watershed, and if you want to build, one of my neighbors built a workshop, and he had to put in some rainwater collection devices in order to get the right. Um, approval for his just be careful when you're scrolling through those comments yeah if we Mm. yeah i mean so what was funny is someone um mentioned he goes matt you mentioned you're playing with nipples all of a sudden you got these porn links coming up yeah uh that was funny oh (laughs) so uh we're already almost coming up to one o'clock i don't know where the hell this hour just went Uh, i would love to get through all these questions and comments um, and I, I have a few other little tips. I would yes. love, well, there, and there's a lot of great questions too. People asking yeah. for advice. That's kind of off topic. Um, and I think next week we'll really get into the pickling and water glassing. Yeah. And I'm going to have some questions. Well, be great. I'm going to bring something next week for you. And it's called. No, pe- don't, don't. 
What? Why don't we wait it, till next week? No, it's called Pemmican. Okay. Pemmican is no uh, it was it was started or or the Native Americans here in America started doing this and as the Europeans came, they started doing it as well. And my my friend who is doing some of this um, canning and such gave me some, and it was surprisingly good. I'm going to bring it in for you to try. Oh my God! Speaking of surprising, it's a way to preserve meat Sur- into like a a little bar. But it's just uh, meat, fat. Well, maybe I'm not going to tell you. Okay, yeah, t- yeah. Next week, bring that on. And also, I tell you, not this has anything to do with the show, but if people like food out there, uh, I finally got to go out and have some dinner with some very close friends, and they made what they called corn ribs. You ever heard of these? No. Never heard of them in my life. And I'm looking at them going, oh, God, yeah, this is going to be real good. Amazing. Oh my God! Google it, TikTok, or whatever. I, I Nan's got to start making them. So Nan's been very quiet lately. Uh, all right, so we got the comments up. Before I forget, because one o'clock is coming up, would you do me a favor? What? I, I'm dying to see what's in this box. Do you want, do you want me to get the box? I would. Okay, yes. That would be great, Ingrid. So if you didn't catch last week's show. You definitely got to go back and watch it, especially towards the end. Um, there was two boxes that were shipped to the company here, uh, one for Kristen and one for Ingrid, and just the most amazing. And I'm glad we. It, they, tr- I'm glad we opened them on the show. I mean, Jeez, we did. Easy, easy, Terrence. Got to pay attention. What's going on oh. around here, boy? You're just like a little kid in the can. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just all right. So go ahead. What were you gonna say? We almost had a light come crashing down and kill us. That's all, folks. Uh, it's not gonna kill you. Oh. No, well, now that they know that, now it's not as cool what I just said. Yeah, I'm so glad we, we so last week I got a little, and we don't know who these are from, but this was a, this is a puppet, and Ingrid, I got two, a little bantam as well, and Ingrid did two. Yes, I got um, a bard rock named Isabella Ciccolini, which I think is funny. Yeah, um, we, we don't know who sent these. Are you fighting with me right now? Well, I'm holding my chicken. I'm not fighting with you. Your okay. mouse got disconnected. Oh. I don't know how that happened. I wish I was responsible, uh-huh. but I was not. All right, so we're going to get back to your questions and comments. If you have any more questions or comments, please leave them down below. Here's yes. what I want to do right and now. The letters that came with these things, I mean, I, I talked to Ingrid after the show, and like I said, I've never received a letter like this. And she was Me like, neither. yeah, yeah, like that. I uh, It was really hard to hold it, hold it together because... I mean, it's just so so often we don't hear nice things, and it was it was very touching. Yeah, it's very and very whoever sweet. sent these, we we really appreciate it, and we appreciate the letter very much. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the thought mm-hmm. that went into that, mm-hmm. and just the sincerity, and it just I was so proud of us as a company, the show that we've created from nothing, uh, just like the company trying to do things our way, and just sharing you know an hour and a half so much, and that's just for the show. So much time goes into the prep for the show usually, especially mm-hmm. when they. Do their homework because uh, we do this because you know, we, we want you guys to benefit from what we have learned. If you're going to build your own coops, you have your own chickens. And of course, if you ever need hemp and those things, so hopefully you buy it from us and or tell your friends when they come visit. So, yes, just amazing uh, what we're able to do in the lives we can touch. And it just last week at the end of the show, it proved to me how important the show is and what you guys are doing. And I got my own box. So let's open it up. Are we ready to open it up? Yeah. So now there was a little bit of confusion, okay, last week. And I just want to clear clarify it, okay? Because we thought maybe they came from the company that made these uh, wonderful gifts, but we have 
confirmed that's not the case. Right. It was anonymous. So we have an anonymous listener viewer. Because occasionally we do get samples of things from people who wanting us to promote it. So that's that's where my mind was. But then when Kristen was reading the letter, it was obvious. But we still love this website, this Birds Absurd, yeah. because these are these are amazing. Absolutely. So I know my audio may not be as good, but I, I want to make room. I want you guys to see this because know, it, it is so amazing. Cute. Just the 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 um the detail the detail uh, of this product. And again, whoever is doing this, I'm sure they're watching right now. They have to be a regular listener because of the the oh yeah they like, like the inside jokes and oh yeah and I details mean, in the letters. I almost feel like I got Isabella Ciccolini because Isabella Rosalini's mother was Ingrid Bergman. So I just kind of feel like. Oh. And it was a bard rock, and I, I think I've mentioned that. That's one of my faves. So. Oh, okay. That makes good sense. All right, so are we ready? Yeah. All right. <laughs> and when we, when we were opening the box last week, we actually thought for just a moment it was a ch real chicken. Well, that's why I freaked out. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, Kristen. Wh so, what did you do now? Look at here. <gasps> Oh, oh my God. God. Well, you got the rooster. Got the big rooster. Of course. Aren't these amazing? They are. I cannot believe. So, again, if, you know, I we I would love to contact the company that makes these because I just think they're one That's of the kind. That's going in your office. They're absolutely amazing. Yeah. This is just absolutely gorgeous. And it makes sense that I get a rooster. Of course. I love Does it have it. a name tag on it? Uh, well, yes, we're going to get there. Sir Albert of Chicksley. <laughs> they're all named. Whoever this person is, is awesome. Uh, I would love to know, but I love I that it's I think I have mystery. an idea. Um, so I want to, if you guys don't mind, am I allowed to read the letter? Yes, of course you are. Um, yeah. I, 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 I am kind of emotionally, uh, what do you, what is it called? Raw. Oh, I got a lot going on. So <laughs> I, I, I just, I just want to be able to hold this together, but I, I tell you, so right off the, it says Matt, I got a letter. Love it. Um, Matt Dubois, president of Carolina Coops, which is true. Because I don't like to call myself the owner, the CEO, anything like that. But on, on record, I'm the president. Inventor and builder of the best chicken coop on the planet Earth. Wow. wow. That is awesome. All right. So um, real quick, folks, I promise we'll get back to your questions and comments. But I would just like to kind of read this. Um, I hope it's not going to get too emotional. I don't want to. Oh, gosh, black and white. I have the hardest time. If anybody else else out there has visual snow and you have a hard time reading, this is the secret. Oh, you can't see it. That's the secret right there. Dear Matt, this thank you gift is a token of my appreciation for all you do. I had wanted chickens for the longest time, and it was during my research online that I found Carolina Coops. I was never raised with chickens, knew nothing about them, and I just couldn't stop dreaming. Perhaps someday. Look at it. Oh, got goosebumps. <laughs> I am happily married to a wonderful man who, unfortunately for me, wasn't as enthusiastic about chickens as I was. In my first attempt to convince him he could do this, we went to a chicken lecture where we could ask all kinds of chicken questions. Our biggest takeaway from the class was, everything eats chicken. Sadly, that didn't help further my case for chickens. When I found your YouTube videos and saw the deep litter method, coupled with all you put into your coop, I knew this is how I wanted to do chickens. I ha I think I have watched every video you've ever put out, and whenever the day came, this was going to be my coop. 
Fast forward to spring of 2020 and COVID. On a fine April day, my husband said to me, you know, if you still want chickens, why don't you go for it? I couldn't believe my ears. Really? Seriously? Yahoo. It was worth the wait to have them on board. First call, Carolina Coops. Interesting. It's like we're getting some clues here. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Matt, it is your imagination, love of woodworking, and love of chickens that has affected my life in wonderful ways. Mm. Mm. I'm not going to be able to do it. You may finish. I just, I, I love helping people. I tell you. And uh, yeah, no, I got this. I'm tough. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> he don't got that. You don't have to have, use the blue screen. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, your wife, Anon, and the entire staff at Carolina Coops have directly and significantly contributed to adding tremendous joy to my life. And not just me, you have done it countless times for all your other customers as well. Matt, because you are so giving, I thought it was time you get a taste of the Golden Bell. <laughs> Matt Dubois, in, to in token of your generosity, kindness, love for your customers, and the incredible business you've birthed, ding, 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 I would like to present you with Sir Albert Chick of Chicksley. <laughs> I hope you enjoy him. He is sent with much love from one of your many, many satisfied customers and an avid video chicken viewer. May God bless you and your family with many happy and healthy years doing what you love and are so good at doing. Yours truly, Mrs. Happily Anonymous. P.S. And they lived happily ever after with chickens. Now that we have them, hubby loves the girls, and needless to say, I love him even more. Aww. The reluctant spouse came around. Yeah, um, and we hear that a lot. I tell yeah. you, if you are on, if you're trying to get chickens and you're trying to convince your partner, um, we have helped so many people get chickens, and mm -hmm. I'll never forget one time. The worst was when we went and did a site survey. The husband wouldn't even look at me, wouldn't even shake my hand. Long story short, did the coop, went back, and he was in love with his chickens. It happens a lot. So um, whoever you are, you just thank you. This is why I love what we do. And I'm so grateful to be part of something that allows us to do what we love and touch so many lives. And, uh, you know, this doesn't happen very often if at all and i just can't thank you enough and it's just so special so meaningful ingrid can you read your letter well um we have a lot of questions i don't know if we want to get to the questions but the it, i mean it was very nice it was a beautiful letter about i mean just like with Kristen's, just about our contribution and what we do and and how we try to be there for everybody that has questions and that's so emotional. <laughs> well, it, it's it's hard for me because it's a it, um, it's relief. Mm. What we go through that people maybe one day will see, and only a, a family-owned business, the people that own it can understand what I'm saying. It's just you won't believe the hell that goes on with you and your family. And I don't. When There's I, a lot of sacrifice. There is, and also I'm so thankful. I'm so fortunate to have the parents I did, um, and I think of them. Uh, my father, who taught, who it's just thank you. Aww. Anyways, all right, let's get the questions and comments. Yeah, Darn let it. me let me read the questions because I I don't want you to go through them. 
because I don't want you to put anything. No, else I'm here. good. I did see okay. a couple. There's as well so that I'd many like great to questions and comments. I want to make sure I'm going to start looking up the person I asked to be here. So here's a question from Kathy: When my broody hens hatch eggs, um, when my broody hens' eggs hatch, do I need to separate them from the rest of the flock? Oh, thank God! A question for you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, the beauty of having a broody hen is having those chicks be accepted into the flock. And if she is completely separated, that won't happen. Okay. So, so we need to figure out some way that she is. Um, I would. Sometimes it's nice to separate her, at, at least initially, until the bonding is is definitely achieved between the eggs, the broody hen and the chicks but at some point she should be brought back into the flock with the chicks to make sure that those chicks are respected yeah i i used a um my dog crate in my coop mm -hmm. because she got out with the little chicks and one of the other chicks picked up one of the little chicks by its leg and i don't i think she was just too tired to try to defend her chick her little no. baby because it was the first day mm -hmm. um so I just, to feel safe, I wanted to make sure. And plus, they, they could easily get out of the area I had, and I didn't want the little chick popping out and then not being able to get back in. So I kept them in, like, a little dog crate, and then I would let them out in the coop um, area. Yeah, and uh, you don't... For, you, for just for a couple of days, just while they kind of became part of the flock. Yeah, and you don't want her trying to go back to the nest either. That's kind of rare, but sometimes they do after the egg, the, the chicks hatch. Okay, let's see. Matt's still looking for that comment. Yeah, they, and people saw... don't want you to change the ladder. There's a lot of comments about that. Hey, thank you. I, I mean, you know what? This is why I go to my team. Uh, it's funny how sometimes other business owners tell me I, I listen to my team too much. That could be distracting this and that, and I, and I get it. But uh, it just it does prove to me how great my team is and how much they care, how much they've learned, and they're right. <laughs> yeah, and if people call us to order their coop, they're going to ask. We go through some of the options if they want, and they'll say, well, which one would you prefer? And we're always going to say the latter. Right, so, so – Sorry. No, so Sparky Prep says, I already ordered my coop, supposed to get built in June. I wanted the ladder. Now he changes it. But he will get his ladder. That's right. So no yeah. worries. Yeah, so we have not made the official change up in New York, so all the coops going out of there. That's still the ladder. What we're going to do is we're going to add the ramp as a s option to swap out. It doesn't need to cost more, even though it's more expensive, to be honest with you. Um, I, I don't want to get into splitting hairs. But if you have chickens that you think have a bum leg or if you have silkies you you, you got to get this ladder i think the silkies would do better on the ladder that we need to put to the test sides to we, we really do we really do i can't <laughs> wait hopefully any day now we'll have the c of o at this okay. building and we'll have our coop out there and we'll be able to put all kinds of things to the test all now, right i did see Lindsay zoo say something about she swapped out her carabiners for padlocks mm. yeah because she and said that people were stealing chickens or she had that concern, and that was that came up on our site visit yesterday as well. No, that was the salmon coop site visit. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. No, sorry, you're right. The one I was at. Mm-hmm. I knew it was recent. Yeah. So I do want to share, um, we did do that site survey, uh, or, well, doing a follow-up on a, a, a lady that bought a house that came with one of our custom Carolina coops. Yep. And she and wanted that. us to come out and mm -hmm. make sure it's going to be safe for her chickens. And she never even thought about getting chickens until she bought this house and it came with a coop. And there is going to be a phenomenal video coming out soon, isn't it, Ingrid? 
So this coop, soon is relative, right? <laughs> yeah, this coop is nine years old and it looked dusty, barely dusty, but brand new. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so the, the, the reclaimed barn. Was I I couldn't be happier. Yeah, oh it my, just it was, it was so nice to go back and see how wonderful this chicken coop was, and we got into great detail. And I was criticizing him on some things. I wanted to point out why we've changed some things, mm -hmm. but I tell you, when it comes to the quality, I was blown away. Well, yeah. that was a mortise and tendon coop. Yeah, I mean. So we're going to have an awesome video coming out. And that was, she asked, do I need to lock up this coop so people don't steal chickens? Because uh, it's right along a walking path. And we actually had that happen at a commercial coop. Well, mm -hmm. a Carolina coop at a commercial property was open to the public. Right. So that can happen. All right. I, um, whew, okay, I'm calmed down now. Sorry about that, folks. It's just, it's just, it's just. Uh, we're just keeping it real here. Yes, thank you. Which is what I do. So Ingrid is flying through the comments now. It is time because to I'm get trying through to get to them. the you more recent. Me up. Don't change oh, the ladder. And Laura says, "What is Ingrid's website?" Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm so bad at updating my website. Plumber always has a leaky toilet. Yeah, because I'm I'm trying to get Carolina Coops updated. But it's we do have um a, a small website called RalsteadFarm.com. You want to spell that? It's R A L S T E A D. Ralstead came out of Raleigh Homestead. That's where oh. they got that name from. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that wasn't like a family name. People actually thought that was our last name for a while. Um, but yeah, that's and um but we I don't I haven't done a YouTube. I just you know, that's the kind of thing because I do so much for Carolina Coops, I don't I don't do stuff for um my own website. All right, so real quick, I want to get through the, all these questions and comments that have came up. So we're going to do kind of a rapid fire. Is that okay with everyone? Sure. So this is interesting. Watch who you tell about preps. Under law, the government had said they can come and take anything longer than a 72-hour supply. It's considered hoarding. I've never heard of that. That is scary. I, I've never heard of that. Well, we, uh, we don't. This is not confirmed. This is. Oh yeah, yeah no, this is just sharing comments. <laughs> that would okay. be that, in order for a law to pass, you have to have, you know, three branches of government approve it. And I don't know if if that was really a law. Seems like we would have heard about it. So Sparky Prep. Uh, I haven't seen anything on social media about it, so it can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nan. I mean, no I, it, it could be a local law. Or I I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's so many comments or an that upcoming law to, that's like further down. Okay. We will get there. All right. So Sparky prep, you've already ordered your coop. We'll make sure you get the ladder. Um, there's going to be a handful of customers that I just said, go ahead and change because I figured they'll appreciate it. And I was wrong. I was wrong. And that's fine. I, uh, I love when my team is right and I'm wrong. Cause that's technically what I'm paying you guys to be right. Um, do I have money to move my beehive? Do I have my... to move my beehive when my chickens start to free range? Um, mm, no. That's a good question. Because in the Torta Coop, they always had bees and chickens together. Um, they should be fine. Yeah. It's, 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 a lot of people have that, and it should be fine. Um, Morgan Anderson, I'm wanting, to get I, I'm wanting to get started with chickens for the first time. I've watched nearly all of your videos, and unfortunately, I purchased a Chinese chicken coffin before I discovered Carolina Coops. Well, there's Morgan, still time. Morgan, that's called a starter coop. Yes, yeah. but be careful. I mean, there's nothing worse. You take the time, raise these baby chicks up, and this and that. And the problem with the Chinese coffin, other than you know, no ventilation, you're going to stress them out because how small it is. My biggest fear is a predator can blow right through it. Oh, yeah. And you know. people might get out of the hobby because of the chicken coop. That's the other concern. Right. God, people love the ladder. You guys were right. I, I, I'll I, never forget when we first made the ladder. I was 
it's like the American Coupe. I was embarrassed of it. I was like, this doesn't look very good, but it made technical sense. Oh, I loved it the first time I saw it. Yeah, just aesthetically, it's beautiful. Like, uh, your, like your coops. I have the 6x12 American Coupe, and it's so beautiful. Our chickens are so spoiled. We also have the Coop Works feeder and water. I have nine chicks, and they all are ranging in ages and sizes. When do you suggest to start taking the older ones in the hen house during the day? I live in Los Angeles, so it's warming up here. I wouldn't leave them out there at night yet since it's still in the low to mid-60s at night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, Sorry. I don't mean but to she laugh. Did start out saying our chickens are so spoiled. They are. They are spoiled. They, they're fine in 60s. Yeah, 60s is fine, <laughs> even if they're young. And I said this on a video recently. I don't remember where we were. I find it so fascinating, people that live in warm climates. Mm-hmm. Us Southerners. Oh, gosh. Or the people We're just West. a little sensitive. Chickens are probably, jeez, you're not kidding. 60s, they're probably loving the 60-degree weather. Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, 60s is not cold. But I can understand when you grow up in the South, or you're, especially Southern California, it's beautiful. 60s is nothing. Uh, they would absolutely love that. Um, all right, so moving on. Wow. Whew, that was, all right, so you're right. It's the worst. Construction is poor, and I've been making lots of modifications to make it better. Uh, da, 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 that da. was the Chinese coffee. Matt, food. listen to your chicken expert about the ladder. Oh, that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have another couple comments. Um, le- uh, quail is uh, is a good option when we're thinking about what's the best way to grow eggs and meat in a quick, rapid manner because our Courtney's quail can reproduce. They're full-sized and laying eggs and reproducing at five weeks. So you have a very rapid life cycle. It's kind of like the rabbit. So if you're looking at a quick, easy, sustainable way to produce meat, uh, of course our chickens produce eggs and that's great protein. But if you want meat, um, the quail and the Courtney's quail is very easy to raise and they have very small space requirements so that is a good option and also i wanted to mention duckweed duckweed is 40 percent protein oh i'm picturing a duck it, rip, it in like doubles a almost every day <laughs> it's like it's like floating clover it, so you can you can grow it on um in five gallon buckets and it just it's like floating clover and it's uh 40 protein it's good to have a supplemental way to feed your your flock and it is also good for humans as well um lisa haymaker is wondering what's the best advice when chicks hatch keep them secured in the hen house move them to the area under the hen house and secure that area for mama and babies i would put them under the hen house yeah Um, i did that i did a little like x pen fence there for mm -hmm. them yeah and i've got I've got four broodies at Anya's house, and I've got four at my house as well. So it is it is the time to talk broodies. <laughs> interesting. Just clip I, that on. is really interesting considering I don't have any chickens. Um, Dale, someone right. ma- <laughs> someone made a suggestion that's interesting. What? Just clip on ramp that attaches to the other side of the ladder. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay, what's the silence for? Well, I mean... Oh, because we haven't told Ingrid, have we? She doesn't catch... She maybe didn't understand why that was interesting. 
Oh, is that what somebody suggested? Yeah, mm -hmm. yesterday that was the suggestion. Okay, well, we weren't supposed to go that far. Um, Why? <laughs> yeah. Is it okay to feed worms? To make and, it reversible. Is it okay to feed worms and grubs found in the yard to our guineas and chickens? Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's encouraged. <laughs> Do. <laughs> yes. Um, why not offer either? So, yeah, uh, I can't, I didn't realize how much people love that ladder. Um, so a lot of great comments. So many Also, I will mention that I'm going to Southern States, the local farm store here in Creedmoor, after work, and I'm going to go buy buckwheat and millet. So we're at 94 viewers right now. If you guys haven't already shared I'm this show. I'm going to grow my own grain. Please do so. Can't thank you for everyone being and here. That, we're going to keep getting through. that might be good for me and the chickens. The questions and comments. Um, God, there's so many. A handicapped coop. That's called a silky coop. Um, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Egg oh. glassing is a new bar drink Mackenzie made. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, a lot of ads, too. I love how our viewers are uh, talking to one another. Uh, turn up her volume, please. Oh, that's, we're talking okay, about Mackenzie. She yeah. started here. Sound is breaking. Can you add eggs to jar over time or all at once? Oh, that's interesting. I think you're supposed to keep it as, as full as possible because you don't want to keep opening it and closing it. That would be my guess. I don't know for sure, but I would think you would. But you can take them out one at a time. Will chickens eat stink bugs? I don't think so. Does think. does glassing change the taste? Not if you wash the eggs, the lime off of them. All right. So I can't wait to next week. If you're just joining us, we were talking about how to preserve eggs for over a year, uh, putting them in water. And next week, Kristen and Mackenzie are going to do it. They're going to show you guys here live actually how to do it. All right. So moving on, moving on. I'm getting there. Ingrid's like, come on. Can you add a few eggs? At a okay. So da, da, da. You realize this is also a podcast and nobody knows what you're doing. Yeah, I know. I I'm know. She's scrolling through That's comments. the beauty of editing, isn't it? No, I don't edit this. Oh, you don't? No. You don't cut out the... No, we don't really need her to. I don't have time for that. I have a mm. lot of things. The one thing people don't realize is that I don't just work on this show for this. Oh, I'm sure company. they realize that. Yeah. Do they know that? Do they know that I do other things? Maybe we should have <laughs> yeah, a day... Why don't you list off some of the things you do, We Ingrid? should have a day of Ingrid. No. Ingrid, what else do you do? I do the website. I do all the marketing. I do, I overlook social media. I get respond to your YouTube comments, mm -hmm. which is a full-time job in itself. Um, all right. So editing videos. Sparky editing Prep videos. Uh, brings up something that I did want to mention because, and I don't know if I've heard from the gentleman, we've had a customer buy our nipples mm -hmm. and he's not happy with them because they're leaking. But technically speaking... From the video that I saw, his nipples are not leaking because of the nipple. They're, it looks like they're leaking from the application of the nipple in the PVC. So, for example, Sparky Prep, when making a water bar of PVC pipe, do I need to pre-tap the holes in the PVC. PVC before I screw in the nipples? Do you need to? No, but let me be clear on something. Because this manufacturer says, no, you don't need to. You just drill the hole, screw it in. I learned real quick. It's a pain in the butt to do that, and they're going to end up leaking. So we tap it. That's what we do. So I would say if you got the right tap, do it. You'll be much happier. And I have a feeling the other gentleman um, that's having problems didn't do that, and that's why they're leaking. Also, for whatever reason, if your nipples ever are leaking, and what I mean is they're leaking from the trigger mechanism, which is like a one-way valve, all you got to do, we need to do a video on this, I think. There's a little tiny O-ring back here that 
seals it so it doesn't leak. He sent me some pictures, and they were half off. And I can't tell you how difficult it is to replace that whole ring. So I don't know how in the world that happened. But I just wanted to make mention to, about that. All right, so moving on. No, we got to move quickly through. Yeah, there we you go. Know, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> but I try to look for the question marks. Um, I know. Well, not every not everything is is. Um... I know, and I think it's just great. I want you guys to see, and you br help to break a hundred. Thank you. I'm getting to like the sparky guy. That is a legitimate question. Is it still a conspiracy theory if it turns out to be true? Mm. Mm. I would like to know myself. Mm. So Matt, Fish and Matt Ryan um, rescued a duckling last week. Really? Yeah. So that's why he was thanking me for the advice on the duckling. He, there's somebody had told him at a job site that there was this duckling and there was, it was a baby and there was no mom around and nobody that they could find. So he, he, um, emailed me in a panic because <laughs> he, I'm like not in California. So I, I, I don't know how much help I was to him, mm -hmm. but he, he ended up, um, getting animal control and they, they work with foster people that can take the duckling. So the duckling was saved because of Matt. So thank you, Matt, for saving the duckling. Barbara Vance asked, Matt, how can we incorporate rabbits to one of your coops? I know you said you've done it. Um, just give us a call. We just build you a rabbit coop. Is that incorporating rabbits instead of chickens or with the with chickens? The, I, think it's, I think she's saying with the chickens now. No, That's, she's saying, no, nah, it's not what the question is. You guys want to pick on me for being well, technical. It's, it's just a different question. How do you incorporate rabbits to one of your coops? Question mark. And the, and the question. We do have a rabbit insert. Uh, it's like a two-story a two insert that goes into the hen house for rabbits. But I'm hearing from customers, and they're putting a rabbit hutch on the other end of the run. Mm -hmm. Great idea. Uh, Matt, how do you keep the – oh, oh wasn't Matt anymore. Sorry, this is for anyone now. But how do you keep the chickens out of the garden? Can we get – what did you call that sprinkler? I know it used to be called the scarecrow, but now it's just an automatic sprinkler motion – sensor we motion sensor automatic sprinkler and it's a jet and it works fantastic <laughs> to keep um any animals off of your let's say your patio or your deck where your chickens might want to or maybe even special plants that you don't want your chickens to eat um it's just a real low-tech way to keep your chickens away they though they learn pretty quickly and they even forget that you've taken it away or turned it off you might have to do it again after a little while, but but it's oh, very I effective. I, I need to put mine back up again. Yes, can we add it to our website, Amazon fulfillment? Sure, I think I'll, that would... I, if they if not everything is affiliate. Yeah, oh, it's not there. everything is. It's there. Oh, it's there, but it doesn't mean that it's available for. Robert asked Matt, "What is the best method for tick repelling prevention in my yard?" I was looking into cedar oil spray, but I remember you saying chickens are sensitive. Is there something that won't hurt my hens? <laughs> Thank you, Ingrid. Um, I don't ever remember saying chickens are sensitive because if anything, I would always make the argument that they're pretty tough creatures. They have sensitivity to heat. They have sensitivity he, to- I think he was saying because the cedar oil spray, that they're sensitive to cedar. Oh, boy. So that's, which oh, they are, if yes. you put in a different, okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, what you got going on there? My, I'm getting fat, okay? Oh, is that it? And it pinches, it hurts, I have trouble breathing. I need to, okay. Uh, apparently, I need to go back out on a custom coop for two months and live off a of hungry man's. Mm. I think I lost 30 <laughs> pounds. It was amazing. Um, 
Ingrid, can we note Non's that, a great cook. Can we note that? No. Well, yes, she is. All of a sudden, <laughs> I'm noticing the lack of bread around here, and I'm not happy about it. Mm. I had to have Italian sausage the other night or day for lunch. I'm like, well, where's the roll? I can't eat this without a roll. Do you want to lose weight or do you want bread? Sheet. I want bread. <laughs> I want bread. I, you, you, I can't live without bread. All right. So we're. I'm the same way. Um, <laughs> that would be a great thing to talk about because that does confuse people a little bit when it comes to cedar. If you're going to use the wood for the construction of your coop versus using cedar shavings for the bedding inside is, your hen house. And this is cedar oil spray, which they're using as a tick and flea repellent. Yeah, which, God, I tell you, ticks. Well, here's what I tell you about ticks. Ugh. There's a reason why they are tough creatures. They are extremely tough creatures. Uh, if you got a lot of ticks, I mean, everyone in the chicken world is always like, go for the guineas if you can. Yeah. They love to go out there and eat the ticks. They're so loud. I try. Do they, do ticks like, are there certain things like tall brush or something that would be more prone to house ticks? So like if you have like grasses or that monkey grass that they Someone love here. Someone told me something like ticks in the south. Was it you? Are on tall grass and ticks in the north fall out of trees or something? No, that sounds like Sean. Okay. Here's the deal. Yeah, what? Is that funny? Here, I fell for it. No, that's, that sounds like something. No, that's so not true. Ticks know how to hang out along trails. To attach to animals, right? Yeah, they like exactly. to be like about a foot or eighteen inches off the ground to attach to like foxes and dogs and things like that. They know oh. to ha how to hang out on natural trails that foxes, coyotes, deer make. Yep, tall grasses are not good. They just know. And then their feet—if you ever look at their feet, their legs underneath a microscope—that's like a fish hook. <laughs> and you go by, boom, off they go. The worst. And then they start out with six legs. It's called a sea tick. And they're not an adult until they have all eight legs. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Gross. Oh, Ingrid's touching that mouse. Um, I haven't had a tick in my uh, – I haven't had a tick since 2014. So my chickens might, might be helping. And I'm in the woods a lot. So uh, there's people that were saying that they started their garden. Like one woman said she started a garden and had chickens, and now she can't even imagine going back to not having a garden and chickens. Which is great. Which I mean, when it comes to hobbies, I mean, it is really, really rewarding to grow mm. and to eat and to enjoy that and to share. I mean, that's that's part of the joy as well is, is sharing what you're growing. The other thing – oh, I'm sorry, Matt. No, go, go, ahead, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. The People other thing I have to say about um, what we've done with our garden and how we've transformed the property – is that we, because of the biodiversity on our property, the different things that we grow, perennials and herbs, and we have a little pond, we have brought so much life to the yard. There's toads, there's tree frogs, there's dragonflies, there's um, you know, rabbits, there's all, all sorts of um, you know, butterfly moths, monarchs, swallowtails, all sorts of pollinators, and... I can go out into my yard, whether it's day or night, and just just be mesmerized by all the life that's out there, which you're not going to have with this. I know people love their lawns, and I'm not saying you can't have a lawn, but you don't have that biodiversity, and you don't have that that life in your front yard or, or backyard or wherever it is. And I always say, just build it, and they will come, because mm -hmm. they do. <laughs> Um, I was also going to say to another comment from Robert about the ticks that he says they're really bad and I have way too many predators to let them out without supervision. Um, any pests, you got to figure out why they're there. It's all about prevention. Well, it starts with identification, which is pretty easy to identify that it's a 
type of tick, and there's many different species of ticks. However, uh, figure out you need to find out if you have that many. You got to find out why they're there, and that might help you with some other problems, especially if there's a lot of predators. Um, if you're seeing a lot of predators you shouldn't see during the daytime, especially mammals, uh, that might be they might be contributing to your tick population. Yes. Some states say it's illegal to collect rainwater. If you know for a fact out there, a state that says it's illegal to collect rainwater, I'd love to give a representative a call and ask them why it's illegal. Yeah. I don't know if it's an entire statewide thing. I think it might be more. Mm, Roadstar Slim says it. So it's, it's, it's definitely in Colorado because they want to prevent uh, people from getting the water because they, they have a, uh, it needs to go to the Colorado River. So it's like when you're planning and you can you can only have so much concrete, you got to have so much impermeable land. Yes, mm. I have a really where okay. I have where I mm. live, you can only have impermeable at seven percent of your property. I thought it was not safe to water veggies with a rain barrel water. Well, if okay, if you're out in a field and they're getting rained on, Get close. yeah, we want there, yeah. If they're getting there, if, they, if, if your if your food is getting rained on, that's pretty much. Right. I'm not saying you don't wash your food after you eat you know before you eat it and somebody also asked in the comments about if you wash if i wash my produce i don't wash it until i'm ready to use it because if you wash say lettuce or um certainly blueberries you don't want to wash um because of the bloom the same thing for the eggs it, it degrades the blueberry if you wash it first and store it um the same thing with like lettuce it's going to get all wilty and kind of gross unless you can wash it and completely dry it and then store it but i just store it in my fridge and then wash it as i eat it so laura's asking what are your thoughts on fermenting chicken feed for better quality the chickens to save money so we talked about this quite a bit in last week's show right yeah. so laura uh just so we can move on I, I hate to say this but go to last week's show ingrid had a lot to say about fermenting and i would love to do a show really focusing on that where um, maybe we bring in some nutritional experts, maybe we bring in Dr. Crespo, whatever. But I, I love the idea of fermenting, but there's a little bit more to it in order to do it properly. And it may or may not be a good thing for chickens, but I tell you when we're talking about prepping, um, I know I fermented a lot of our pig feed and that saved us a lot of money. Yeah, there Sh is some concern about um, if supply chain gets disrupted, what are we, how are we going to feed our chickens? If we don't have 50-pound bags of chicken feed. Okay. That's a good point. Okay. so Which is why I was going to go buy some buckwheat and millet. Not to freak everyone out, our supply chain is about to get interrupted like we have never seen before. Fish meal is also good. I don't know if you can buy that in bulk. Think about this. Diesel shortage, trains, trucks, mm -hmm. ships. That's insane. Yep. And, and they're calling for it. So, uh, I'm sorry. I just want to – Colorado is the only state – I'm not saying there's other mm. municipalities that might not in different states, but as far as its state, Colorado is the only state that's completely illegal to harvest rainwater. Other than that, each house is allowed up to 110 gallons of rain barrel storage. That is so interesting. Yeah. Uh, Boo Boo Bang Bang. Love the name. I just had to say that. <laughs> At Carolina Coops, bring the cameras and let's film the first episode of Save My Coop, Save My Marriage. We had a lot of good... Um, oh, that's not where I thought he was going with it, but I love that. We had a lot of good... Uh, I forget all of the creative names. Cluck it or chuck it. Yes. Cluck it or chuck it. So chuck we, it or cluck it. We were hoping yesterday... Was it <laughs> yesterday? It was great last time. We were hoping yesterday we were going to add that to our list of filming, and we didn't get to it for other reasons, but we're going to go back out there, and we're actually going to be doing, you know, chuck it or coop it, save Can my we, coop it, um, this and that, but save my... these 
I mean, they're on the screen and there's like bad language. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. Um, Matt needs mods. I don't know what that means. Did spam sponsor the? Uh, what was that? Um, so people people are reporting the um, the spam. Okay, so truth spam be porn. told, truth be told, <laughs> okay. Um, one of my favorite chickens I ever had was a rooster, and I actually love roosters. I am just not a fan of if you're going to raise backyard chickens to have a rooster with your flock. So to um, Lindsay, ironic because Matt always says to not have a rooster, the hens don't need them. Um, but I absolutely love roosters because they are absolutely beautiful. They will risk their life, sacrifice their life for their women. And if it wasn't for the roosters, we won't be able to reproduce. Yes. So I just want to be clear there. One of my spring chicks is a rooster. I could identify him at about five weeks that he was a rooster, but I'm keeping him until he grows, just in case. Do you remember? Just when... in case I need to propagate my own chickens. Um, oh, you can't do that. <laughs> but once he crows, he's going to be a nuisance, and I'll get I'll get get rid of him. But just in case, Matt is as tough as a toasted marshmallow. Hard outside, still soft on the inside. Mm. Boy, is that true? Yeah. I guess right. He's I'm a softy. Tough. I am. I, I, I don't like it. I hate it. I, you know, but I am who I am, so I'm proud of that part either way. But, yeah, that I, I, I knew I was going to be able to hold it together. I am so emotionally what – what is the term? I'm trying raw. to think of just – No, no I, I'm, I'm – You're emotionally I'm, raw. I am Are you so emotionally, emotionally available? No. What the fuck? <laughs> what, what? What does that mean? What? I think – or is that – what's oh, the term when you're I like – I am so stressed, sorry, so like, tired like with everything in, going on. In the dating world, that's like – Oh, I don't know. <laughs> To have on that. I think that's what it's called when you're like. Oh damn it! Now my eyes are sweating. Now, it, um, it, the, 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 not only was it such a beautiful gift, and it is a beautiful gift, and it was a very generous gift. The the sentiment and what was written to each of our individual letters was, I think, what blew us away oh, so much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just the details and the observations. Yeah, and it just and it really made us all feel very appreciated, and in a way that you know. Uh, we know we know you guys all love us, and we we do appreciate that, and we love all the good comments, and we're not suggesting that people constantly send us muffin baskets, but and if I, and, they want to, that's fine. And I tell but. you, I appreciate the comments. <laughs> I realize we're getting through the comments during that little section. Um, that that helps. Yeah, and I didn't want to. I don't want to seem like a, a softy in front of everyone. And, and the website is this bird's absurd. If somebody was, I yes. think Kevin was asking where she sells. So them. here's what I want to do. Here's what we're gonna do. Okay, and I would love to do it next week. I will try. Let's no, no, no. We don't. We we do or we do not. There is no trying. All right, Yoda. That is a rule around here. Okay. We. I want to call this birds absurd. Okay. And I would love to talk to this person that makes these. I'd love to learn more about it. I love them. You just they are just gorgeous. Mm. So much work must go into them. You can oh, tell yeah. once you see them. The quality is amazing, and he or she must know their she. chickens. She. She. Yeah. And she's got something going here. I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Just absolutely beautiful. I, I showed this to somebody in um, in a photo, and they said, "Is that feathers on there?" And I was like, "No, but she, you know, she made it like a stuffed animal that actually looks like feathers, mm -hmm. and um, the detail, and they're just they're just wonderful." I'm holding mine right now. I know nobody can see, but it's very comforting. So Laura <laughs> just brought up a good point. I know we're going way past our show, but you know, people are still paying us some attention. All 88 people out there. And we did break 100, so I can't thank you guys enough. So I do want to get through these. And again, thank you so much for the support there. I didn't mean to kind of fall apart. But anyways, um, 
Laura has a reluctant husband, but all that's going on has convinced him. Now it's on to building a coop. Would love a Carolina coop, but shipping to Oregon is money that could be used for more chickens or items. That is true. Yeah, we're going to have to do something about shipping. It's I I was just shocked to, to see that it was, I think it was like $700 to ship a coop from here to another part of North Carolina. Yeah. Fayette, Fayetteville. With the price what? of diesel, it's insane yes. right now. With yes. the price of diesel... It is affecting so many things, including just shipping a coupon. So we're, we're well, going to need to do the truckload. We're going to have to do co-ops with people combining their orders for yeah. shipping. That's right. And we're, if you, we're going to have in, to be creative. Yeah, and if you live in Fayetteville, I would think wouldn't it be easier just rent a like a box truck or you well for that price, yes. But yeah. it used to be like two hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. So time is money. You know, you got to value your time. Yeah. So this is why, and, I, and Chris, I love what you said, and so I know everyone agrees here. We understand. We don't just no. Oh, we're just going to keep charging more. No, we're going to get creative. We're going to get smart, and it's going to make us better. Yeah. That's what makes this company so, so awesome. So, Laura, um, we do have other people in Oregon that want a coop, and they're in the same boat. So, And full knockdown. Now I'm wondering, are people willing to put in some more work of assembling? I, with the price of diesel, I mean, I, I like that idea, but it, it's I don't think it's going to bring shipping down. Yeah, probably. Combining won't. orders will, because I saw oh, absolutely you could almost ship two coops for the same price if it goes to the same terminal. Wow, it was shocking. You can add a whole nother pallet, and it only goes up a small amount. It says here, Kristen and thank Caroline you, Julian, help me convincing my wife, Christy, that chickens are awesome. Now she's in love with our ten hens, and your coop is coming up. Yeah, that is awesome. I love that. I love that. I love when there's surprises. People had no idea. Um, all right, we're getting towards the end. We're going to try to fly through here. Uh, just before I forget, next week, Mackenzie's going to be here. You guys are going to do live setting up glassing yes. for eggs. I'm going to have some questions, and you're going to have some answers, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys have Do you guys have build your own kits? Build your own kits. Do we? I'm not understanding. Most the of our coops are sent out for you to build your by your uh, by yourself or hire somebody locally to do so, and they are partially built. Right. So when Matt talks about knockdown, that means disassembling the walls. When we ship them out, the the walls are already built. The screen's not attached, but the walls are built. So so it just goes to back together quicker. But yeah, it's still a project because it's a coop that's going to last a lifetime. So well, chickens eat rye and millet and stay. And still, still lay. lay. Why wouldn't they? I'm, I'm, I'm lost on that one. That's an interesting question. Maybe if it's only Ryan Millet. I don't know. I mean. Oh, you know what? When, you, when you're when you doing your own feed, growing your own grain for feed, you always have to use a little uh, vitamin, vitamin and mineral packet. So those would be nice to have right now as well. I'm going to write that down. I'm gonna so get we, we didn't get to talk about the food shortage for chickens that much. Yeah. That's... Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it next week too. I'll have some more. That I, more, um, yeah, you better. Show and tell that too. is interesting, and I liked what I did at my farm in New York. Um, I know it's not for everyone, but again, you you're gonna safety in numbers. Start right. combining with your neighbors. Start buying pallets of feed from your local grain mills, and you'll actually find out. I, be I was told that the the feed only stores three months. Well, one of the things that you said, like a brewery, when they have spent grains. Taking right. stuff like that from local breweries, like local microbreweries or, or things like that. That's um, a, I, a good idea. I think grain would store better than the feed, you know, because the, yeah. the feed is processed into pellets. 
It's just my thought. Yeah. Um, so Lisa just that that is a very interesting point. Her tick population decreased when they started cutting their grass really, really short. Get yeah, that it's really that simple. Get it as short as possible. Make it so the ticks don't want to be there. So it's either just ample food supply and or a great place to hang out. Should we take the comments off for now? Oh, okay. Are we done? Are we ready to go? I'm not saying that we're done. I'm just, I would like to. Oh, because of whoever that, okay, here we go. Oh. Um, what? Okay. Okay. No, go ahead. No, no. Okay. No. What? What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> what's going on? I can tell by the, that Ingrid's got a great idea and uh, whatnot. <laughs> There's just so many great comments. I can't I thank know. you guys enough. Um, I wish we could get to every single one, but that, if I do, I'm probably going to get yelled at. Um, if you guys want to have an, uh, want to see a specific show or you want more information well, about saying? anything, please contact us. Moderates can block spammers as soon as they pop up. That's what I was talking about. Okay. Yeah, so have when they said Matt needs mods, they mean moderators. We That's just don't a good have, idea. We just don't, we just don't have people no we need to make uh mike trap our moderator yeah we'll have to we'll have to anoint somebody mm -hmm. if you want to be if you want to apply for the moderator job it pays nothing but, <laughs> um but you get our gratitude you could, maybe you could test out some products for us yeah maybe mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah we do we would um we would need we would need somebody to um to catch those things because I can't, I, I just can't do it all. If you want a concrete border, do you guys give us the specs to build it first? Absolutely to great detail. We draw it all up and give you or your contractor specs, including the sill plate. We even have a pretty decent conversation to talk about your concrete border. Uh, you know, how thick should it be? How tall? What PSI, fiberglass, rebar, how far down above the frost line, below the frost line? All mm. kinds of great There's things. So many things to think about. How would I winter over duckweed? See, I love. See, people are catching on. If they put it all in caps, it catches my attention. How would I winter <laughs> over duckweed? Is that what I have to do? Yeah, we have shiny keys over here. Oh, are you taking offense to that? Because <laughs> is that what that I you. have to do? <laughs> how do you? I don't know how you would winter over. Uh, duckweed. You could just put it in a five-gallon bucket in your house. Oh, there you go. It it is really doubles almost every day. Wow. Money is super tight. Can we just order a coop without the run? Absolutely. Yeah, we sell not a lot of them, but we have what's called our penthouse. And we have runs without the coop. Yeah. <laughs> and we have coops with runs. <laughs> and Amanda is also volunteering. To we be... also have financing and like a layaway. We have a layaway? We have lay. Yeah, I guess we do have. We used to do layaway actually all the time. And layaway is just simply you're making payments until you get it paid and oh. then we ship it. The financing has been popular. I know no one likes interest rates, but it's depending on your. Mm -hmm. how, I know you guys had a meeting yesterday. Was it? How did it go? It was good. Yeah, with the finance company. All righty, awesome. We got through that. Wow, one forty-six. This is probably almost going to be the longest show ever. I appreciate you guys being here. It is Friday the thirteenth. It was kind of a fun show. We covered a lot. Had some laughs, had some tears, had some angry mm. moments, you know, <laughs> got to talk about conspiracy theories and things like that. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah. Had some shop drama. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week's show. So make sure you guys are here. We're going to have Mackenzie down. I'm going to put her right in front of the camera, sitting next to Kristen here, and you guys are going to... Or you. No. If I'm not here. You're not going to do... No, no. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, there's no ghosting. You know that's not allowed. Oh. Don't even think about it. Um... 
Kristen and Mackenzie are going to show you guys you. live. Actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> and you. And me what? You were, all three of us have to be here. All four of us. Well, no, I'll, I'll be here. Yes. Ingrid and I will be over there. Just make well, sure. musical I'm... chairs. No. Um, I can't wait to see you guys actually glass eggs. Water right, glass so eggs. So we'll figure it out. Yes, you, you better. Um, I guess until next week, and I don't know if we're going to be talking about anything else, but I know uh, we got a lot going on. And I guess... We settled the story, too, about that ramp and ladder. I'm glad yes, I got that off my I chest. Won. Oh, That's how you got to put it. Mm. All right, it's time to roll. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Love your chickens and each other. Was that it? Was that the <laughs> one? Take care of your chickens and each other. That's her. That, whoa, whoa, hold on. Hold on. Don't end. That's her. <laughs> that was it. Don't go. That was it. That's the person. The shabby they, paints? Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Pause. Uh, this is like a... Um, so shabby paints is love your chickens and each other. That needs to be our sign out every single week. I absolutely love it. Real simple. Love your chickens and each other. Okay. Shabby okay. paints. Just email Ingrid at carolinacoops.com so, and give me your shirt size with your address. Oh, right at the last minute. Thank you, shabby wow. paints. All right. Love your chickens and each other. Should we do it separately? Thank you, community. Say it. Say, love your chickens. Love your chickens. And each other. Do it again. Love your chickens. And each other. All right, now we're going to try it out. You guys have a good weekend. <laughs> Bye. Love your chickens. And each other. That's better. We'll work on that later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>